Welcome to Project Give Back Connects, an extension of Project Give Back in the classrooms, dedicated to inspiring young students to become empathetic, understanding, and community-minded leaders. Project Give Back Connects offers a dose of inspiration and thoughts for discussion. Each live episode is taped and shared with classroom teachers and their students. Sit back, get cozy, let's get connected. Hi everybody, and welcome to Project Give Back Connects. I'm so excited for tonight and our guest speakers. Tonight is all about living with intent. So all of the students in Project Give Back receive this bracelet. It looks like this. And if you can notice, it's just a plain bracelet with one shiny bead. These are the ones that I wear. I wear a lot more. <laughs> so what the shiny bead represents is Jacob's lessons in life, the way he lived his life. He wasn't able to walk or talk or see or move. Yet every single day of his life, of his short, miraculous life, he followed these rules. And they were, he was so positive. He was so accepting of others. He was so grateful. And he lived in the moment. He intentionally lived like that. So I created these bracelets so our students and myself can intentionally live like that. Because you know what happens when you live intentionally? Your life is brighter. You're kinder. You're more aware of your actions and behaviors. So tonight is so important for us to share that lesson. And our first guest really follows through with intention. He is such a wonderful human being, and I'm so excited for you all to meet him. His name is Chef Jordan Wagman, and he is a James Beard-nominated chef. He's been with chefs everywhere, famous chefs everywhere, and I've tasted his food. It is so good. He's a best-selling author. He's a philanthropist. He's a psoriasis warrior. He's a mental health survivor. And he's actually in his kitchen right now cooking for an event that he has tonight. And he's still here with us. So welcome, Jordan Wagman. Thank you for being here tonight. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's, I don't even know why I got emotional listening to you introduce me, but you're the reason that I do so much of what I do, Ellen. So you are, you, you truly are uh, an inspiration to, to all of us, to me especially. Um, wow, that got me a little emotional. Thank you for having me. Uh, this is really special. I believe wholeheartedly in, in, what is being accomplished. My daughter, Jamie, was involved in Project Give Back, and she, I remember uh, quite clearly that she donated to the Psoriasis Foundation, which really obviously was very close to my heart. Um, my story very quickly is that at the age of 12, I was diagnosed with psoriasis, which is an autoimmune disease, an often debilitating autoimmune disease. And every decision I made in my life subsequent to receiving that diagnosis revolved around my health, specifically my skin. I wrote every high school exam in the hospital. 
Um, literally for four, four years in a row, I, I would write, uh, I would be an inpatient at Sunnybrook and sick kids for three months at a time. I spent a year and a half of my life at the Dead Sea in Israel, sleeping in a tent, getting psoriasis treatment, sitting in the sun for 14, 15 hours a day. And I'll tell you, I felt very sorry for myself for a very long time until I realized that this was a gift that it allowed me to become a much more empathetic person and understanding that everyone's going through something. Um, oftentimes I talk about my stories and growing up at summer camp, which was my, the love of my life. That's well, it's where I met the love of my life for sure. My wife, but um, I loved camp and many summers I went without taking off my shirt or wearing shorts or, 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 and, and many of my friends today who are still my closest friends, my camp friends, have no recollection of it. So it was very clear to me that, you know, people always thought you know, Jordan sang or Jordan had friends and re really Jordan was hurting inside. And it got to a point where, you know, I, I felt this pressure and the pressure sooner, very quickly, it started to explode. And, you know, I, I had to learn how to deal with a lot of the anger that I had developed um, having dealt with this, this, this crazy chronic illness. And I remember it was grade 11 and I was 16 years old and I was going, you know, it was just on the other side of puberty and I had to get pulled out of mainstream school to go to a school called the Jerome D. Diamond Adolescent Center, which is an incredible school. It's run by the Jewish Family and Child Services here in Toronto. And there's 30 kids in the whole school. And I was in the 11th grade and I'm cooking, so I have to take something out of the oven. See, it's real time, folks. Um, but you know, I went to this school where there's 30 kids in the entire school. And at 16 years old, I was the oldest kid in the school. And we used to, you know, scholastics were were the second priority your mental health getting you back into the mainstream school system was number one priority and i never really thought i learned very much until i left and it's that old adage that you really never you know you, ne you don't know what you got until it's gone and i never really understood how much i learned at the diamond center until i left and on the day that i left dr alan bartikoff turned to me and this man changed my life forever and you know, I've had the opportunity as a grown man to say thank you to, to the doctor, but he, he, he allowed me to leave the school and he said, you can do anything you want. And every book that I published subsequently, um, as I got older, I would put the first copy on the stoop of the Jerome D. Diamond Adolescent Center, which is at Mount Pleasant, Eglinton. And fast forward, and when you talk about living with intent, my intention was to change lives like my life was changed. And there's not a day that goes by at almost 50 years old that I don't look to change one person's life a day. And it could be simply buying them a coffee. It could be doing something nice. It could be, it just, it, it could be, you know, there's a multitude of ways to, to make someone's day. But my life was, became, I felt as though I became very impactful. And I said at the onset that Ellen is an inspiration, but it's not tongue in cheek. Ellen inspired me to get involved, so much so that I went back to the Jerome D. Diamond Adolescent Center, the people that ran the school, and I started to become an educator at the school, where I would go back to the school and I would teach the kids how to cook. And now, guess where that classroom, guess where the, the kitchen is? It's in my old classroom. So that when the students are looking up at me, 
they're saying, holy smokes, well, maybe, maybe I can be something in my life. Maybe this is just a little hurdle in my life. And I'm looking back at these students saying, you're me, kid. You're me. You're exactly like me. And very few people, quite frankly, gave us much of a, gave us much of a chance. Very few people. But Alan Bartikoff did. So now this is my fourth year going in. I'm going to be 50 years old. And now I sit on the board of directors for Jewish Family and Child Services. So not only do I go back to the school that I attended, but now I am at a, at a position in my life where I can help to impact change for kids who are just like me. And I have never stopped <laughs> I don't know why I'm getting so emotional telling this, but my story makes me emotional because, you know, I talked about struggling with psoriasis and very recently, and I'm going to tell you just because I'm a grown man and I've realized some success in my life does not mean that I'm immune to challenges and we all are going to go through them and it's how we handle them. I had a bad reaction to the vaccine and my psoriasis went crazy to the point where I actually had to take a drug after, you know, many years of avoiding that. But now here I, here I am today and I'm feeling good. I'm feeling healthy. I'm feeling there, prepared and ready to not only take on the world, but change lives. And I guess if you can take one thing away from this, it's, you know, it's one thing to change your own life. But when you have the opportunity to impact someone else's, there's no other feeling in the world. There's no other feeling in the world. So next time you're out, go buy a drink for someone or do something nice for someone or say, have a good day. And just remember, words can change someone's life. A smallest little gesture can save, save and change someone's life. Wow. Jordan, thank you. Thank you for those inspirational words. What's, what's, what you taking out there, Jordan? What is that? What, what you cooking? I have... I have roasted carrots that I oh. smoke on uh, in my smoker. I have oh. some halloumi that I'm about to put on my cutting board and I'm going to torch it right now and make Ooh. it all nice caramely. Oh, cool. cool. And gorgeous. And there you go. There's the show. How's that? Wow. So. Jordan, you are amazing. Thank you so much for being here and he's working and he's here for us so um my pleasure thank, thank you for Jordan. having me have a great my pleasure thank you thank you everybody have a great night thank you what a guy well um next guest you met her last season and this jewels is a jewel she is, oh my gosh, she shows up on Sundays and she sings for our jams and she just makes the world so much brighter. Wait till you hear this sensational young singer, songwriter, Jules Halpern is back in the house. Hi, Jules. Hi, thank you for that beautiful intro. That was lovely. Um, and Jordan, that was amazing. I, the, when you took out the torch, I was very invested. That looked cool. So um, today I'm going to be singing a song called Sing that um, I wrote with, well, when I say I wrote it, I mean like uh, other people wrote it, but um, Autumn Rowe and John Levine, they wrote it with me and I wrote it with them. And 
yeah, it's an original that I think it was like four years ago that we wrote this. But recently I went into the studio and re-recorded it. So I'm excited to see how that comes out. But yeah. Stormy days from the rebel paradise comes and levels my happy place, my happy place. Tell myself something special, close my eyes, learn to let go when I need space, when I need space. Jewels, 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 jewels. Do you know when that's coming out and going to be released? I think so. I didn't know if this was going to be released, but like recently, like when I was in the studio with John, he said that maybe we would be like releasing something soon, which I'm very excited about because I've been wanting to do that for a while. So I don't know when, but I think I think it will be released at one point. I think he's going to work out the logistics of that. Wow. Jewels, thank you for that. Talk about intent, everyone. All you got to do is sing, Jules. <laughs> Just keep singing. Oh, my gosh. Thank you, honey. Oh, how good was that, everyone? <laughs> so we're going to meet our shining star tonight. He is 17 years old, and his name is Sammy Ginsberg. He has an Instagram and a business that's called Sam's Sweet Creations. If you haven't checked it out on Instagram, guys, 
check it out. He has this passion for baking and it's unbelievable what he is creating. And not only does he bake these incredible creations, he gives away profits to local charities. So welcome, Sam Ginsberg. Thank you for being here tonight. Hi, um, thank you so much for having me. Um, I don't know how I'm gonna follow uh, Chef Jordan Wagman as a speaker and Jules as a singer. You both were amazing. Um, but I don't know, I'm just gonna share my story. So um, before I really got into, or I got into baking uh, with my mom around the holidays and hosting was always a really big thing in my family and bringing joy to others through food and family time together. Um, so I would get really into that around Sukkot and Passover and um, as I got older, I would start doing more and she would start doing less and I would kind of take on a little bit more as the years went on. Um, but also as a kid, um, I started to get allowance and, you know, it was very important that my parents taught me um, to put some of my money to save and some of it I could use to spend and a portion of it always had to be given back and donated. Um, and so as I kind of came up with the idea to um, start a business because I wanted to be baking more, but there was no need to have um, all the food in our house. Um, it stuck with me and I, um, I kept donating a certain percent of all of my profits to different charities of my choice. And uh, from my bar mitzvah project in grade eight, I raised money to help grow the subsidy fund for URJ Camp George. And, you know, that was something that was really important to me because as someone who's been going to camp since they were seven, um, knowing that some people couldn't have that and some families couldn't support that for their kids really broke my heart. And like Chef Jordan Wagman said, camp is a huge part of my life and it's where I met some of my closest friends. And um, yeah, uh, but other than, you know, donating just my own profits, um, I also donate products. So the like tops of the cakes that, you know, you have to level off um, so that you don't get like a wobbly cake. I save those up and I actually turn them into cake pops that I bring to youth shelters. Um, and, you know, I think that really goes back to bringing joy to others through food and through connections like that. And, um, you know, I think it's really important to be mindful of where you're donating, why you're donating there and why like you have a connection to that and why it's important to you. Wow, Sam, what's your favorite? What's what's everyone's favorite? What do most people order from you? My cookie grams are really popular. Um I did a I did a lot for Father's Day um just before the summer. Um but I do like custom cakes, cupcakes, cookie grams, all that kind of stuff. You guys have to check out his Instagram and see what this this young man creates. Thank you so much, Sammy, for being here and inspiring all of us. You are delicious. You really are. <laughs> Thank you.
So, Lindsay, it's time for Lindsay at Kindness Corner. Lindsay, what are you challenging us with this week? Hi. Um, So myself and the fellow One to Give team are back with our seventh campaign in support of Andion. Andion is a shelter for Indigenous women and children fleeing violence. They offer emergency housing. They also offer transitional housing as clients transition to independent living. And we asked Andion, as always, what do you need? Our job isn't to make assumptions and it's not to come in with our own agenda. They gave us a really simple wish list of small but critical items like non-perishables for their food bank as clients set up their own housing, like fresh new clothing and new bedding as families come into their shelter, and hygiene products like shampoo, conditioner, deodorant, We're collecting all of these items, and as always, no donation is too small. We'll take anything. The idea is it's one to give. Look in your pantry. Maybe you have one can. We also have an Amazon wish list on our Instagram if you would rather send donations from your house. Or DM us on Instagram. We have over 35 drop spots in the city. We'll give you somewhere really close to you and make it really easy. We want to make giving easy. And as always, we believe that these small asks can have a big impact. So thank you. And kindness is contagious. Thank you, Lindsay. I love hearing your challenges. And it's we're just so excited to partner with you and to get involved. And what you're doing is just phenomenal. Keep it up, my friend. Keep it up. Yeah. So everyone, that wraps up our episode today. Thank you so much to all of our guests. And thank you for coming up, for coming out today. Um, as always, let's be kinder to one another. Let's continue to embrace each other. Let's learn from one another. And we'll see you in a few weeks. Bye, everybody.